anybody wants a roundhouse kick to the face while I'm wearing these bad boys, forget about it. Last up, my students will learn about self-respect. Do you think anybody thinks that I'm a failure? Because I go home to Starlight Night. This is DJ Blake, and I've finally broken into the band scene in Seattle. This next group is an alternative rock band from Everett, Washington. These three guys have proven that no matter what genre you're in, everyone has to grind. These artists have been passionate about music from a young age, and they're taking all the necessary steps to get their voices heard in Seattle. Ladies and gentlemen, the first band to be on the Triple H NAST podcast, Counterproductive. I played this riff a thousand times today. Welcome back, everyone. This is DJ Blake keeping you up to date with all the hottest hip hop news and sneaker talk. And today I'm with, I usually say a very special guest, but like you guys are guests. So, very special. I'm with some very special guests. <laughs> yeah. And we're, I'm with a band today, my first band. And. I think that's kind of weird because Seattle's... Taking your band virginity? Yes. I, I, I'm honored, you know, actually. And it's pretty dope because Seattle's full of bands. And oh, yeah. when you think of Seattle, you think of bands, except if you're in the music scene right now and you kind of think of, like, hip-hop in a way. I guess so. That. Yeah. But I want that to be changed, you know, because it is... I think it's a fluid all over. Like, it's not just bands, not just hip-hop. It's everyone. It's the whole music scene, you know? Yeah, yeah. And... Literally, but I met you at like a hip hop album release party, which is kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, so it was like Moondrop's album release, yes. and he uh, he's like a guy that we met at our uh, like we we performed with him again. Well, I guess against him because it was a talent show. Oh. Um, and uh, yeah, we we actually won the talent show, so I was like, hey. was a, but anyway, like yeah, we I knew him and um, from that, and we've connected. We wanna we wanna collab with him like sometime in January. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, we're. I, I love the guy. He's he's really cool, really wholesome, and for sure. Yeah, Christian rapper. He's, yeah, yeah, very he, wholesome. He's got he's got good music. Yes, good music. Definitely Shout out too. Moondrop. Yeah. Now let me introduce these guys. This is a band called Counterproductive, and there's five of you guys. No, four of you guys, and three of you guys here today, right? No, just three of us. Oh, I thought you said. Oh, you guys all made it. I'm dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that. It was just a test. Okay. <laughs> so let's all introduce ourselves. I'm DJ Blake. I'm Jacob. I'm Isaac. And I'm Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi, Isaac. Hi, Jacob. Yeah. I got it all right. right. Dope. So, for real, this is literally my first band, and I'm just excited to be here with you guys. You know, it's kind of hard to get everyone together in one room, mm -hmm. so we made it work. Well, the the thing is, we usually have Sundays uh, oh. free, because we always practice on Sundays. So oh. so you're not like a church band, are you? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. So I listen to, like, some bands, but I'm guessing there's like subcategories to bands, just how there is hip hop, pop, yeah, all that. Sure. So, what type of category of band would you guys describe your guys' selves as? Tough question already. <laughs> uh, it's it's hard to classify because we do a lot of different stuff. Our sounds really flexible. Um, I think the way we like to describe ourselves is just with our influences. Um, it's definitely alternative rock. Alternative rock, yeah. yeah so. A lot of like Red Hot Chili Peppers kind of sound, uh, 
both Jake and I grew up on Green Day and just <laughs> pop punk in the mid 2000s, all that kind of stuff. So it's a big fusion, really. Some people have said we're we're kind of like the Arctic Monkeys, like we have yeah. we have influence from them too. Right. So yeah, I'm kind of disappointed though. You guys all said different bands outside of Seattle though. Oh, Nirvana. Oh, yeah, Brutal Jam. Those guys. I forgot about those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nirvana, you know, they've got the power chord thing going on. And honestly, they're they're a little more angry than uh, than Green Day is. So, and right. we, we have like, we have that kind of like visceral energy to our right. music, you know? So, what is the image you guys are trying to portray in the music then? What would you guys say? Uh, I like to just bring a lot of energy. I think like the focus of our like project is just to have really really good live shows yeah um, right. definitely because when we go there we want people to have a good time um <clears throat> so I, I think it's about the energy for me right yeah and and another thing so, sort of like uh tertiary to the music is like we just want everybody who comes to our show to have a good time to meet people just like and just be able to rock out so um we like a, a lot of our fans have like met each other, become friends just through, um, ju just through like being at our shows and like being in proximity to each other, and that's something that I uh, I really enjoy and like take a lot of a lot of pride in. And especially like just drawing people to just come back every time we get a show and you know feed off of our energy and mm -hmm. go and actually help us spread the word of not only just when we're doing the show but like when we have stuff. You know that we're doing that we're working on that we're presenting to everybody who follows and supports us and everything you know we just want to be that drawn core yeah drawn card that's dope though because how old are you guys all of you guys i'm 21 i'm 23 i'm 16. hey that's yeah. dope you guys are pretty diverse also yeah that's yeah. dope so well actually sean and i are brothers oh yeah wow so, that's cool yeah i mean we're all brothers but yeah so you guys keep saying you guys coming back for performances so that means you guys have been able to perform live which is yeah. dope because like a lot of artists when it comes to like hip-hop or anything like that they sometimes have a hard time finding a venue that wants them you know yeah so how is it for you guys finding a venue because you guys are a band i can definitely speak to that because yeah. uh I, I do a lot of the groundwork on that so it is really hard um it because especially especially when you're kind of like at the beginning level like we are mm -hmm. um we, we have our first ep coming out in january so it's it's kind of hard to just get venues to respect us as, right. as artists um but uh, that's kind of like where we're laying the groundwork right now is we've got we've got a few shows lined up like we're playing the funhouse january 3rd <gasps> tony v's on uh january 23rd um which is like a venue in everett and like when they give you these gigs, they're really like vetting you. Like mm -hmm. you have to bring the energy so hard that first time, and then and then you'll get invited back. Like then you'll be able to uh, get in touch with them. So like as far as like ways I get in touch with them, um, I'm a part of like a lot of Facebook groups actually. Oh, yeah. Like um, Facebook has groups called like Seattle Musicians, Northwest Musicians, Seeking Musicians, where you know sometimes like a group will just post, hey, we're looking for a band to fill in for our our gig on a certain night. And uh, we found some work that way. Um, it, as far as like really starting out, like most of the shows we've played so far, are, like house shows or like stuff we've put together ourselves so far, um, and that's kind of that's very important though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you like you have to you have to show venues because venues look at your social media, they mm -hmm. look at what you've been doing because because they take it 
probably more seriously than we do, which is insane because we take it like right. it, it's so important to us, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that they're looking at our social media, seeing like what we've been doing, what live shows we've been playing, what like how we hustle, how mm-hmm. we're gonna hustle for them. So. Right. Um, so we played like a, a few house gigs and just just wherever people will let us play. Mm-hmm. Honestly, stuff we put together ourselves, you know. How or, do? Oh. oh. What were you gonna say? <laughs> I was just gonna say that like and uh, also like we've even hosted our own house show. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was really cool. Summer. Planning is really important because yeah. if you can't find someone to book you, book yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what does it take for a band to stand out from another band? Is that difficult? Hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, um, I think the thing is, like, every band has its own sound, mm-hmm. and getting to the point where you can really you really have chemistry with the members of your of the people you're making music with um is is a hurdle that you need to get over when there's um when there's more than one person right like putting everything together um i think that we've kind of come to our our like our place of zen with it all and like we we can like write a song like being together for like an hour you know what i mean i mean minus the lyrics like we can put all the the parts together you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and so it's all about just like playing to each member's strengths and mm-hmm. you know everybody's different so the the people are going to shine through differently than other bands right. do you know yeah that makes sense so what are the instruments or vocals that you guys do who does what in the band uh i do bass some vocals uh that's pretty much it yeah um, i'm the drummer hey and uh i'm vocals and guitar that's so dope. electric guitar mostly right. yeah I think exclusively so far we don't have any like acoustic songs. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. What's the average size for a band? Like, are you guys like the average size, or like is it usually bigger, smaller? Uh, We can't be smaller than that. I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) I would say like you go to a show, you usually see a four-piece band with our kind of music at least. Yeah. Um, You usually have like a rhythm guitarist and a lead guitarist separate, and sometimes like the rhythm guitarist will sing as well. Um, but like four or five is pretty standard. That, that's one way that we try to stand out is like, we're, I think we're going to stick to the trio thing for, right, uh, for a while, dope. you know? What made you guys decide to form a band in the first place? Sean can talk about yeah, that yeah. actually. I, so I actually, uh, we had just moved here back in, sorry, 2016. Ooh, and, from where? Uh, Sean and I had moved here. Yeah, from, here, from Virginia because oh, we were military growing up, so we hey. moved all around. Um, so we had just moved here. I had no friends. All I really had was music. Um, so I just started jamming with a couple people I met from like being in the school band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was 13. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I'm the only original member. Um, <laughs> and then I kind of hopped in like yeah. when it was just him and this other, this other kid that he knew in middle school. And, yeah. um, I kind of hopped in cause they need, they, you, like to have music like this you at least need three members you know you have yeah, to have a guitarist a drummer a bassist we were making different music before that yeah it's just not really what we wanted to do yeah and, and so they just needed a third member and i was like man I, I guess i could do this for them at least until they find somebody new and right. like i just like i fell in love with it and then we met isaac he was playing at the community college that we were both going to yeah and yeah. he just blew me away yeah this um it was um i actually met jake on the day um, it was uh, June 1st of 2018, this past year. Uh, they had a showcase at Edmonds Community College. They call it Mosaic. So um, I uh, performed there for the first time because they do it like every spring quarter. 
So um, this quarter, um, I had um, participated and I performed. I performed twice in the show, and um, the first, uh, my first performance, I actually had a solo spot. So um, me and Jake just kind of connected after that, and so um, he was um, he was doing like some open mic stuff at the college around the time. So uh, after the show, he asked me to come and be a part of the open mic. So I came. Uh, that was actually my 22nd birthday when they did that open mic. So um, after the open mic, that's when um, he asked, would I ever be interested in joining him and his brother because they were looking for a new drummer at the time. So. Uh, went in, you know, started rehearsing with them at their house, and I've just been there ever since. What is rehearsing like for you guys? Do you guys just do it in your garage, or <laughs> how does it work? We got a little yeah. space. Uh, it used to be the garage of our house, mm-hmm. uh, but they turned a room upstairs into a garage instead. It's kind of confusing, but <laughs> we basically got two garages, so we just turned one into a rehearsal space. Can you fit a car into the upstairs one still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First thing in your living room is your new garage. I'm like, <laughs> so how is the community when it comes to bands, you know? Because every community in Seattle has its powers and their struggles. One thing that I've heard is um, that it used to be stronger in like the 90s and 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's tough like it's funny because like you'll talk to people about like hey I'm in a band and they're like oh that's so cool like I'd love to come to a show one time but but I think like the culture in Seattle is just so busy these days so it, you really need to like form connections with people to mm-hmm. get them to shows like it, it almost pretty much everyone who's come to our shows are people that I've like talked to directly. And I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how we can like expand that a little bit and, and get people to invite other right. people and get it to catch on a little bit. Um, but w- as far as like between us and other bands, like um, some of the, some of the members of other bands that we've met are some of the coolest people. I've yeah. Ever met. Like they're, they're just really cool, really solid musicians, like almost all around. Like the, mm-hmm. there are very few like, acts that we've worked with or played a show with that I'm like, uh, I shouldn't, shouldn't have yeah. invited these guys. Yeah. You know? um, mo- m- almost all the bands that we've worked with are really, really good. Right. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Astor House. We, we played a show with them this <laughs> summer. They're, they're really good. You yeah, should check dope. them out if you get a chance. What I've learned, though, it's actually, when it comes to Seattle, word of mouth is actually how you get around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, you don't really see as many people connecting on Instagram, in yeah. a way. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I know some huge artists out in Seattle and they don't have like any following really or if they oh, do it's really small like Nestra you know Nestra yeah yeah he, has, he doesn't have that many followers and he knows like Malcolmore he's close with Malcolmore he's like oh, close no with all way. these people you know yeah so I just think because Seattle in a way is a tight-knit community it's just like yeah. tight-knit to the point that's like clicky yeah I feel definitely. yeah De- <laughs> definitely experienced that when mm-hmm. we moved or Sean and I moved here like yeah uh, it was it was tough to kind of like break into the break into the shell, but I feel yeah. like we're in it now, you know. We're cool. at least we're grinding in it, you know. That's dope. Yeah. Go into that. How did how do you guys feel when you first came to Seattle? Like, how has it changed? Like, what did you guys do specifically so you were more welcomed here? Uh, what do you think, Sean? Uh, I mean, when we first started out, we couldn't really get gigs, couldn't play shows, and it, it was kind of through our own fault. I mean, our music wasn't very good. We were just starting out. We didn't know how to book a venue. But um, I look back at some of those emails sometimes, just yeah, cringe so it's, hard. It's really bad because you know I was thirteen too, yeah. and I was just trying to, I was just trying to make a name. But yeah, I didn't really know what I was doing. But I think what we're really doing now, um, you know, we're older. Uh, Jake's in college. Isaac is, and 
Um, I think our kind of objective right now is to break into the party scene. Yeah. Um, and almost kind of reinvent it. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of people that will just go to parties, uh, stand around and talk. But if you've ever gone to like a house show where a really killer band was playing, everyone there is happy, everyone's having a good time. Um, so I, I think that's... You'll the, remember it for a long time. You, you will know? remember it, yeah. Right. Um, as, as far as just meeting people... Um, like I used to be pretty quiet, just like let people talk to me. Like, yeah. and and this is something I've noticed with like just in the short time I've known you. You mm-hmm. just have to be so nice, so social, mm-hmm. just be willing to talk to anybody. Yeah, you have to. You know, because um, that's the, the everything. Everyone sees us. There's a wave forming in Seattle, and it's a music wave. It's not just one type of wave mm-hmm. or one specific yeah. genre. So everyone in Seattle has to connect, which is different compared to any other city. Like the hip hop wave, they just have to connect. You don't really see like. Mm-hmm. Like Atlanta, I don't think you really see bands connecting with hip ra- rappers there, really, yeah, you know, like yeah, that, because yeah. they have such a big rap scene. They can just focus on that. The bands can just focus on the bands. Yeah. But um, and that dude, the best music. Like when I think of music, the best music comes out of that. Like, mm. like oh, for yeah. example, like I think Sublime <clears throat> is like a really great band, and the reason I think they're such a great band is because they like they mix genres together yeah. so well. And so if you could make like a community out of that, like something new and unprecedented mm-hmm. would happen. You know what I mean? Like it could change music yeah. forever. I'm excited about all of this, you know? Yeah. There's a wave coming. 2020, 2021, it's gonna be Seattle's year, I swear to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. So Isaac, how is it for you being a drummer? Like do you gather in, any inspiration from like Questlove or anyone like that? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, actually, um, 2017, uh, I actually got my first opportunity ever to record drums ever because um it was for a rapper friend of mine uh he uh had came to a walmart that i work at in linwood and um i didn't really know him at the time like i do now but when he came through uh one day uh he just saw me just kind of just like tapping on the register while i was waiting for a customer to finish paying (laughs) for their stuff because that's what i do like if i get bored at work sometimes and you know my music always being in my head, you mm-hmm. know, growing up and like I since I started at a young age, I started playing drums at four years old. Oh, wow. And so, you know, growing that's up playing so in good. church, <laughs> <laughs> growing up playing in church, and you know, that's where I still play. Shout out to Bethel Christian Church in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, you know, music is always in my head. So, you know, some, sometimes if, you know, I just get bored, whether if I'm at school or work, you know, I'll just tap around or whatever, you know, make anything out of a drum. So he came up to me when I went on my break, and so he asked if I was a drummer. So I was like, uh, yeah. So um, he said, uh, do you, um, so then he asked me, like, do you listen to people like Questlove? And I was like, uh, yeah, I usually uh, listen to him sometimes, like, like you know, if I want to play something funky or whatever, you know, get that Roots type of beat. So um, he said that uh, he's an upcoming rapper that is trying to get his album going. So he actually was looking for someone at the time who was willing to actually record some drum beats mm-hmm. in the studio. So he asked me would I be able to do it. And since I already take like a music production type class in uh, at Edmonds, like going and actually like recording drums, like that wasn't a problem. So I so I said, uh, yeah, man, just uh, let me know. So uh, he gave me a, a demo CD with twelve tracks, and he just told me to pick whichever ones I like, and you know just uh, just go and record up, uh, record over them, and just get that uh, Questlove type of beat. So yeah, yeah like definitely uh, drummers like him. Dennis Chambers, like all the uh, 
funky groove drummers from the 80s and the, and the 90s. That is like a big inspiration. And like definitely like people like Dave Weckl, that's who I grew up on uh, when I first started learning out. So yeah. Do you face any stigmas, prejudices, being black in a band or anything like that? <laughs> uh, well, since uh, since I'm in a rock band, there yeah. not you know not uh, too many people you know would probably be used to see like black people in a rock band. But um, uh, like one of my favorite drummers, who I uh, actually two of them that I look up to. Um, one of them is his name is Tony Royster Jr. Um, he uh, was in a, a rock band years ago. They were known as Lazy Eye, and um, they they had like great music they had like great rock music and then um another uh favorite drummer of mine his he's from kansas city his name is josh mayfield and he uh toured with a pop artist uh named carmen i don't know if you're familiar with her but yeah um it was it it was like a predominantly like he was like pretty much the only you know (laughs) black person in the band because uh they used to have like a a black bass player too but uh when they switched out musicians like he became the only one but you know for me, like, I don't really, you know, seem too bothered by it. You know, I, I'm just, you know, I'm just yeah. fitting into the game, you know, yeah. just getting in where I can fit in, basically. Mm-hmm. Music's, music's a pretty inviting place, honestly, in my yeah. opinion, yeah. you know. So what community do you guys usually, like, work with when you are making music? Is it mostly just the band community, or are you able to get outside of the band community? Um, so generally like when we write songs, um, in the past when we've written songs, it's been like me or Sean, like we come up with something and then we bring it to practice and we work on it. Um, but more recently we've kind of just been writing songs together in practice. Mm -hmm. Um, I think beyond like our, our like live set, which is just like rock music, um, and beyond, uh, the stuff that we're like releasing on a regular basis, like we're honestly willing to work with anyone, like yeah. if if they can improvise and sort Support. of like keep up with us, mm-hmm. you know, um, which was which was really cool about uh, hip, hooking us up with King Swiper yeah. the other day. Yeah, Shout he, out King he could roll with it. Like yeah, he he was he was Great. a good musician. Mm-hmm. So is there are venues specified just for rock versus hip hop? Like, do you see bands? At the Showbox, Wamu, like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, for sure. I've seen a band at the Showbox. I've seen bands at Wamu. Um, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We we actually went to go see Third yeah. Eye Blind there, but yeah. And I've seen rap at Wamu too, but I, I think some places are really specific towards it. Uh, some aren't. I mean, we play, we've played a couple times at the Hive. It's just a underground punk venue. Um, so like all the acts are heavy rock, like yeah. some kind of heavy rock. Yeah, but I mean, on the other hand, Tony V's, they'll, they're half rap, half rock. I've seen screamo death metal there, and I've seen acoustic singer-songwriters. It's just... <clears throat> it's just whoever can draw at Tony V's, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Whoever makes some money. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> which isn't bad. It's, it's, yeah. it's chilling. It, it, it makes it like a more open community, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I mean, as much as you look at music as an art word, kind of going into it as a business right. yeah so the band community is pretty big here in seattle then like when you guys are working with people it's easy for you guys to find bands or how is that i mean so the thing is there are lots of i know of lots of bands in seattle mm-hmm. um it's hard to find bands that are really solid and at the same time are like have a really really good act and will draw people right as well as bands that will um 
like show up when we ask them mm-hmm. to, or that are willing to work with us because they're not they're not so big. You know what right. I mean? Um, I I think that um, the, there's like there's sort of like stratification in that um, bands with like. I, I think people kind of judge you on like your followers mm-hmm. on Instagram or right. like Facebook or whatever. So they think that like if you don't have a certain amount of followers, mm-hmm. then yeah. they don't want to book we, book you or play with you. But you know, it's like I I kind of see it from their perspective. Like mm-hmm. I'm uh, I I want people to come to shows too. So um, I uh, yeah. What was the question? Oh yeah, the uh, how many <laughs> bands are in Seattle? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the, the, there's a good amount of bands, um, but. Um, it's it's hard finding ones that are worth working with. Right. You know that makes sense. How do you guys promote yourselves? Is it different compared to other bands? Word of mouth. Word of pretty mouth. Much. That's I do a lot of social media stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah same here. Yeah. Uh, but I think the biggest thing is like just being willing to like send a message to somebody you know and be like, right. hey, we we just released a new single. Check it out. Right. Um, I I haven't gotten that a lot from other bands. Um, mm. I haven't gotten it from people that I know. You know what I mean? Which um, I hope it doesn't take people off. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. I think I think most people are cool with it, and the people that aren't, they just don't listen. So right. it's cool. What made you guys decide this is something you want to take seriously? Well, for me, um, that's a big just, thing. That's a big question. Yeah, for me, like. Just being in a band, just just playing music, period, as a profession and as a career for me has just been a dream that I've always wanted to do as a kid. You know, like I said, I, I've grown up playing in church and, you know, uh, it's like they say, like the best musicians come from the church scene. Like I actually <laughs> see that all the time. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they play all the time, you know, they have so they much experience. It's insane. And, and you know, um, you know, just growing up, like my, my dad was a drummer and um, he used to play professionally too. So, you know, one thing he's always taught me um, as a drummer coming up is to, you know, just not be, you know, just so stuck, uh, stuck to just one style of music, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, you know, just being diverse and just listening to all types of music, you know, that's, you know, one thing I've grown up with as a kid and just just doing this as a profession and as a career. And, you know, everyone in my family either sings or plays drums or uh, I have a few people in my family that's preachers. But, you know, mm-hmm. I want to take on the musician side. So, you know, growing up and, you know, sitting behind, you know, some of the greats, uh, watching some of the greats and uh, eventually leading up to uh, playing with some of the greats because I'm from San Antonio. Oh, when did you move yeah. here? Um, I moved here during the summer of 2012. Oh, wow. So I've been here for quite a while. So um, uh, it was around, I, I was around the age of 14, like when I actually started yeah. playing at Church Light with some of the best musicians from San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just, um, yeah, yeah, that's just something that I just wanted to do as a kid, like just playing professionally and, you know, eventually getting a chance to go on tour. That's yeah. that's always been a big dream of mine. That's dope. Yeah. That's interesting that you guys all came outside of Seattle and then eventually all met each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. dope. Mm-hmm. What do you guys each individ- individually bring to the table to your band? Um, I feel like I personally, uh, I mean, I'm the younger guy, obviously, so... Um, I have kind of that connection to a younger audience, and I can uh, bring out those people to shows. Um, so, I mean, we've talked about this amongst ourselves before, and, I, like, it's kind of funny because what we bring to the table is pretty synonymous with our instruments. I mean, 
um, I, I play bass and I kind of just keep like a smooth, steady rhythm. Uh, I'll kind of be middle ground if there's some disagreement. Um, <clears throat> and People also say you're the big performer. Like they come to watch you play, you hey. know, <laughs> for Sean. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, since I'm the drummer and since I keep the beat going, you know, I just want to be able to just bring the energy that'll, you know, be able to, you know, get the crowd hype and get people going like and keep people dancing. And, you know, with the fans that we have, you know, a lot of them, you know, just like, like always look forward to hearing uh my plan especially like when uh when we get up to shows because like you know they they always say that you know my sound like and i get this all the time that my sound is different from mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. and you know that's just like mainly from you know just having a god-given gift and you know <laughs> growing up playing in church you know like i just try to you know just have that different sound and like just give people something that they wouldn't be used to hearing but that they could you know connect to hey. so and then uh, I'm a guitarist, so guitar, and I do a lot of our, I, I sing a lot of our songs. And you know, Sean sings a lot of our songs too, mm-hmm. so I think with guitars, you kind of, um, like beyond just like the, the very basic, like I feel like rhythm is so natural to the way humans perceive the world and music, yeah. but with guitar, you, you like, you throw in melody and you throw in um, like pitch that kind of like stands out and, and, and tone, and I think it kind of gives the music, its color, its character. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that that kind of comes out. It's the same thing with being a singer or a vocalist. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, wrapped in that is kind of just like the, I think, I think like the, the, the artistic vision, you know, of like what, what, uh, what it all means, you yeah. know, it, 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 it gives context to the listener. Right. As, as far as like outside the band, like I do a lot of like the organizing, hooking up connections, like mm-hmm. I hook this up. So, yeah. Is there one person that's more of the face of the band than the other? Or do you guys all try to be equal? I think we've had this conversation a lot. And um, as much as we can, we try to we try to make it equal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, some like in some songs, one person will stand out more than another person. And so mm-hmm. that's just natural. You have to just let that happen. But um, ultimately, like we want we want the band to be about all of us and all of the people who are interested yeah. in it. It's like it's about it's about everybody, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. What are some pros and cons about being in a band? Is there something you guys disagree on? How does that work? Because being in a group can sometimes be hard, especially at being different age gaps. You yeah. know, have, all have different experiences. Every age is important, I feel like, because everyone brings something different to the table. Mm-hmm. First, how young, how old. Yeah. We definitely have some disagreements time to time. Yeah, <laughs> but but I think I think that that tension is like it, it comes out in our music and actually makes it better. Like, um, like if you're a solo artist and you're just working on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be able to like get the vision exactly how you want it. People might really like it, but um, but something I've just noticed with artists that have a ri- or bands that have a really strong frontman that kind of like pulls all the strings, or just solo artists is you kind of lose the the tension that you get when when groups are working together, right. and like that tension is 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 really important to art. I think right. it's it's important to like let that out, especially with like rock music that's mm-hmm. really loud, energetic, angry, you know, in your right. face. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Do you guys inspire each other? Uh, you guys inspire me every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I think I think my guitar style has definitely been influenced by Isaac's playing. Mm-hmm. Um and and Sean and I like it's hard for me to jam with other people like other than Sean just mm-hmm. cuz like 
he's kind of how I learned to jam, you know? I, I don't know. What about you guys? I, I definitely, um, I love to just lock in with Isaac. Yeah. Um, I've gotten so much groovier, and I've, I just got really good time since I started playing with them. Um, yeah, and <laughs> Jake, I, I don't know, like, he, he really likes to play melody when we're jamming and just, like, go way up on the on the highest notes on his guitar and, like, mess around up there. So I got to keep something low because we don't have a rhythm guitarist, right? And yeah. I got to I gotta keep those low notes, the bass notes, mm-hmm. uh, which is something I'm not usually good at. I, <clears throat> I kind of tend to be a more melodic player. Um, so I, I feel like working with other musicians who are trying to put their best foot forward when you are too, things can overlap, but that can also bring out other strengths in you mm-hmm. because there's really no other way around it. Yeah. And when um when I first joined the band, um when I first joined the band, I this uh, it was my first time ever being in a rock band. Like I had never played rock music before. You know, I listened to rock music a little bit, but you know, it wasn't really like the type of music I always listen to. But once I started, you know, rehearsing with these guys a lot more, it's like the sound that we got like when we all started playing together. It's like that's what drew, uh, drew me closer to start playing with them, like mm-hmm. and like taking playing with the, uh, playing with these two very seriously. And like like Sean said, like me and him, like we've like really like gelled together and locked together because you know. Uh, me personally, I feel like the drummer and the bass player is like the main two musicians that would always want to be able to be in tune and be locked together. Right. So yeah. yeah, it seems like you guys push each other to be better, so that's important. Definitely, for sure. Oh, yeah. sure. So let's talk about the name of your band, Counterproductive. What does it mean, Sean? I've been asked this question so many times, <laughs> I and, I, I got and I'm like, this question today after and, I, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> my brother named the band. I'm not really sure, yeah. so yeah, we're, we're still kind of trying to figure that out. I, I, I think I think it's like uh, the way I've kind of thought about it is we're a punk band, and counterproductive yeah. is like we're counterproductive against society. Yeah, yeah. super. Yeah. The super devil's deep. music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I think counterproductive, I think of just like those lazy days you have. You're sitting around, you're playing video games, and you're just like frustrated playing rock band you know yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, you're frustrated with like how you're just not getting anything done but you just don't have a drive to right um and then the music is just it's like an expression of that i Mm -hmm. guess uh we we put everything we have into it and and try to bring together people together under that umbrella to to kind of like counter that frustration Mm -hmm. like kind of kind of live in it but like bring a positive side to it you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah so individually and as a band what do you guys want to use your platform to do? So start individually. Um, does anyone want to talk first? Go ahead. Um, individually, you know, like I said, you know, just doing this as mainly just like a career. You know, this is um, this is like basically like part of me living my dream right now. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, like you know, starting with a, a rock band, it's like you know. Like, you know, I like for me personally, uh, like I never thought that I would like actually have the chance to be in a rock band. But, you know, since I am, it's like, you know, I just want to be open to anything. And, you know, like just any type of artist that may uh, ever call me to do something, you know, I want to be that type of musician. And I just want to be that type of person that I want to just be able to open up to anything to like to even be able to challenge myself because you know playing with a rock band that's like really challenged me and my plan and it's like like for me personally I personally feel like it's actually helped my plan 
So, cause you know, like I said, like I want to be that type of drummer. I want to be that type of musician to stand out from people and say, like, man, it's something about your sound that stands out and that differs from other people. So, and you know, collectively, you know, just growing with these guys mainly, and you know, taking this, you know, as a really business career and like just going as far as we can go. You know, wherever we choose to get at, you know, I just want to ride the wave. Yeah. You have something, Sean? Or? Uh, yeah, sure. So, <clears throat> what I just really like to do is I, I love seeing people just smile, dance, have fun. Um, I think that's a big part of what our music culture is in Seattle, is just bringing light to people um, when they have to deal with, you know, cloudy days for a month straight. <laughs> no sun, all that. It's, it's really tough to just get through living here, to be honest. Um, and there's that. I mean, I do want to do this as a career. I'm 16, so I'm taking steps towards that right now. Um, and I just, the other day I was sitting in the car with a buddy of mine, and we're listening to Californication. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm 16 right now. I feel like I could be in a band this good one day. <laughs> and... Um, so, you know, I, I just got, like, an insane amount of drive and just I I really do want to be one of the best. I think it's possible if you can put yourself to it. I think for me, um, I remember I was reading a book in high school. So this is like, this is like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was just, like, really resonating with me. And I was like... Like, I want to be able to, and it, like, it felt so good that someone was, like, echoing my voice, like, that, that I could, like, sort of, like, understand this person, like, through this book. And I, I've, I've felt that a lot in, in different kinds of art, whether it be, like, um, music especially, m- mostly music, but music, any kind of writing, like, painting and stuff like that. I, I love art. And, and so I, I want to do that for other people. Like, I, I want the, the lyrics that I write, the songs that we make to... Um, to make people feel like they're not alone, like to so like so when I write songs, like I, I have to dig really deep into myself to like figure out lyrics that that I, that resonate with me because um, I, I'm kind of a romantic and thinking that like if something <laughs> resonates with me, it's gonna resonate with other people. Yeah. If, it's, if it's like really true for me, then it's it's gonna be true somewhere else. And so um, as far as like they, they talked about career stuff, like. I think it would be so cool to be in a band for that to work out. Right. Um, but right now, like music is just what makes me happy. Like I, I've learned that I can't live without being in a band or like just working this out. Um, and and so I, I'm gonna do everything I can to be able to like try to make my life or like create a life around that. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like where we want to go as a band, um, Isaac touched a little bit about that. I mean. I'm willing to take this as far as it'll go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I I'd love. I think I think the most like medium goal is like I want to play really good music festivals. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and I want to do like I want to do tours. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and we just did a, a great music festival this past summer. Trail mix. Trail mix. Yeah. 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 We're we're gonna. I, I'm about to apply for Trail Mix again next summer. Hey. So yeah. They're, they're gonna be in a different location next summer. Yeah, I read that. Year. Yeah. Dude, that's exciting. Yes. So what is some advice that you guys each have for up-and-coming Seattle artists, creators, influencers? Oh, yeah. Definitely, like, you know, whatever you aspire to be. Like, even if it's not in the music world. It's like, you know, whatever you aspire to be, 
don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't do mm -hmm. something. Don't, never let nobody tell you what you can't do because as long as you have a willing heart and you're passionate about what you do and you have a goal set in mind of where you want to go and how far you want to go, like no one can stop you from doing what you want to do. That's that's how I feel. And that and that's like that's one thing that stuck with me in in my life and in my career because, you know, you know, growing up as a little kid, you know, my family would always used to make fun of me sometimes and be like, Oh man, all you ever want to do is just play the drums. All you ever want to do is just play the drums. Like whenever it was time to church, whenever it was time to go to church, I was so ready to go to church because, you know, especially if I knew I was going to be playing in the service, it's like, you know, I was like, all right, come on y'all. It's time for church. I'm ready to get to church. It's like, oh man, you just want to get to church just so you can play the drums. <laughs> but it's like, you know, me having that, you know, being me uh, being a drummer, upcoming as a little kid you know that that is all all i ever wanted to do and i don't ever apologize for that you know because you know i see myself doing this as a career i see myself doing this professionally so it's like you know people may have said that i do this too much you know i fell behind in school because you know i was always focused on drums and you know wasn't always making the best grades because my mind was focused on music <laughs> instead of you know getting my school work done but you know i always you know um, passed every grade i never got held back and i still graduated on time so you know you know, God gets glory and all that. So, you know, that's just what I just say to uh, anyone who's coming up as a musician or just like whatever career you have. Like, just don't let anybody stop you from wh what you want to do. Like, be the best you want to be the best that you can be. And the only person that can stop you is you. Yes. Sean? Uh, I think it's just all about how much you believe in your dream. Uh, you, I mean, you want to go out there and you want to be famous, then you need to grind, grind, grind. You need to put every spare cent you have into it, every spare minute. Um, and I think if you got confidence in your dream, then then you can do it. Um, but I, I've just seen people out there in the music industry who um, they want to be better than everyone else. They want to... Uh, they want to rise above and they think they are already above everyone else just because of you know okay you're a good rapper but look how many instagram followers you have this it doesn't mean anything you know yeah um it it works wonders to connect with people uh -huh. um i think it's a lot better to be in a supportive community um which just i don't think some people can really grasp mm -hmm. but uh yeah i mean just everything you have into it everything yeah and like if the first of all the only way you're you're going to be able to do it is if you're passionate about the music itself like it, it's got like if if you want this to work for you and i i mean part of me is saying like should i even like give advice i, mm -hmm. I we're we're not even like we're not even on like a super high level i mean things are kind of working out for us but um it it's going to be the hardest thing that you do you know it's it's going to take it's going to take everything out of you but if you're in it for the music if you like doing it if if it's like the reason why you get up every morning then like you need to do it like you just you just have to you have to do that really hard thing and life's going to be hard either way so um yeah that's awesome you guys are very progressive and open-minded yeah you guys are hard workers i can tell thanks so what is the easiest way to reach you guys as a band and individually? 
Um, so we have an Instagram. Uh, it's counterproductive band. No spaces. No uh, no punctuation. Uh, check us out on Facebook. We have a page called counterproductive. Our logo is a chicken with like CP behind it. Um, <laughs> As far as me, um, you can hit me up on Instagram. Oh yeah, and if 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 you're like into email, uh, we're counterproductive six 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 at gmail.com. Four sixes. Four sixes. Uh, and uh, as far as me, um, look me up on Facebook, Jacob Curran. Uh, last name is C U R R A N. Um, well, he pretty much touched on how you can reach us as a band, but um. For me personally, reaching me personally, uh, you can look me up on Facebook. Um, I have my first, middle, and last name, Isaac Devon Ellis. My middle name is spelled D-E-V-A-U-G-H-N. And um, uh, that's how you can reach me on Facebook. And you can um, hit me up on Instagram and follow me on Instagram uh, at lilikeellis96. Um, I have underscores in between the little and the Ike and everything but um you can uh look me up on instagram and uh email uh you can look me up at i ellis 6496 at gmail.com and that's how you can reach me uh, i'm not too much of a facebook guy but my instagram is sean the swan 420 <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh we got Bandcamp. we have a song on Bandcamp. sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but um counterproductive.bandcamp.com. Yes. We have a single that just came out. So hey, check that out. Check that out. My yeah. favorite song. <laughs> yes. Well, this is DJ Blake and counterproductive. counterproductive. Yes, sir. <laughs> there we go. DJ Blake.